Welcome to me again, week 23, Combo Breaker. And it's a week where I try to get back on the horse, I do a lot of self-care, and I still end up eating a lot of cake. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a really good day. I'm really excited. I, uh... Well, for those of you who listened to last week's episode, you will be aware I did sleep 11 hours last night. I didn't think it was that much, and then I opened the Fitbit app, and it was like, yo, dog, you slept a lot. So I did sleep a lot last night. I woke up at 1, so, you know, not the best best thing in the world. I guess I needed it, though, because I was very, very tired. And then hung out with Emily a little bit and then came home and got to work. And, man, I like getting back to work. I really do because it's reminding me, like, oh, that's right. This is what life was. It was doing a lot of editing and a lot of fun stuff. And last week was a fog. It was almost like that last week was a wash in general. So now I'm finally getting back to, oh, that's right. I edit things and I write things and I work out and I eat healthy. That's the person I am. So um, today was a day of getting reminded of who I was exactly. Although I will say I am still a little sick. And the way I know that is because while I was recording tonight, There were multiple moments where usually I'm pretty good about not coughing, especially while recording. No, I just had to let that go tonight and just basically say, hey, future Scotty, you're going to have to edit out a lot of coughing. So that sucked. And it's also probably why this segment's going to be short tonight, because it still hurts to talk. I have a weird voice that is slowly happening. Welcome to Midnight Radio. I'll be your host, Scotty Moore, and today we're going to talk about the four pillars of awesomeness. I sound like, um, oh god, what's the dude's name? But he's the guy who does Rex Quando. I know he does more stuff, but I I know him as Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite. Welcome to Rex Quando. You think you want to take, take a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? Oh man, this show is just for me, isn't it? Anyways... Four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I'm grateful for my computer. I really am. I I mean, I know I sound a little crazy sometimes, like I get lost in it, but I really do love the computer and all the technology that's developed just in my lifetime. And the fact that tonight I wanted to figure out a way to build a social media calendar. Computer. Boom. Five seconds later, knew exactly how to do it. Knew what I needed to import, or if I wanted to do it on my own, how to do it there, and just... I love the computer, man. It does magic things. Like, I feel a lot of people, including myself, will take a computer for granted and all the stuff a computer can do from, you know, Photoshop something or even program robots. Like, all the amazing stuff just a computer can do. And we take it for granted. But, man, I had a photo that looked normal and then I Photoshopped myself as Elsa. You know, like... Well, that that was amazing, and it looks accurate. <laughs> I didn't actually do that, so no one asked for any Scotty Elsa fan fan art. Don't please, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's just the computer does amazing things. This is how I know I'm tired. Is I'm just ranting about something that everyone knows and takes for granted. Just like that wasn't me. Now it's me. <laughs> that's where I'm at tonight. Now, what did I do today? That's awesome. And like I talked about a little bit earlier, I may have almost lost my voice while recording, but that's because I had such a fun time recording JXT tonight with Blake, which last year when we started JXT, it was basically as a joke. 
We started it as a way to put in characters that we knew would never work on the JWF brand. So JWF, I still take fairly seriously because, you know, it's my little baby. It's my little pet project. But JXT was where we could put in the goofy characters. It's where we could put the Jebaduk, the giant monstrous creature, and not have to worry about going too over the top or going too crazy with it. Although I guess JWF has gone pretty over the top in the past, but not like Jebaduk. So we started it as just a way to kind of let loose and go over the top and go crazy. I love the fact that now we're starting to take JXT equally as serious. Because usually the show amounts to 80% of me and Blake BSing back and forth and 20% actual wrestling commentary. That ratio flipped tonight for some reason, and I don't understand why. But, like, throughout the whole show, we were sitting there, like, actually contemplating matches and being like, well, he defeated him last week. Do you think Do you think it was just the newcomer's uh, fresh attitude that was throwing him off his game? Like, it was literally us making up stuff and fully improv Because we say a lot of the time, like, a load of BS is fully improv It is, but, you know, we don't take anything super seriously it's a lot easier to improv when you're not holding anything too preciously but when you actually take in the rules of the universe you're creating and improv within it that's when stuff becomes beautiful and that's what me and Blake did tonight and it became really really nice and I'm really excited to see where that world goes now that we're going a little bit more serious with it and actually kind of concentrating on loving these characters a little bit more and giving them the stories that they deserve and stuff like that. So I'm very excited for that. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And like I said, I woke up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. There's no there's no beating around the bush for that. I slept so much last night. I'm very grateful for it because I was a very tired man before that. But, yo, I needed I needed to wake up. I needed to spend time with my wife. Uh, the kids were gone. That's all I'll say. But the kids were gone and I was asleep. That's the worst. That is a sin. That is a husbandly sin. So slept too much and then kept eating unhealthily because essentially the food's in the house. So I'm gonna eat it. My, like, I used to come up with this cycle of fatness, which is, uh, you start eating healthy, then you just you break one day and you buy a pizza then for the next three days you eat up as much pizza and as much unhealthy food as possible because if it's in your house you won't have the willpower so you try to get rid of it then you eat healthy for five days and then you buy something unhealthy and then it repeats that's kind of where i'm at right now as i'm like well the cake is in the house or well the pizza's in the house and i've gotta eat so that's where I was at today, was still eating pretty unhealthily. But luckily tomorrow, I think we're actually going to go over to my mom and dad's and cook them some HelloFresh. So that's going to be really, really fun. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by doing an insane amount of prep work. Because I've, I've been really struggling on the social media bus for like the last month. Just because it's really hard to come up with constant posts and kind of gets exhausting after a while just coming up with ideas. Like, I I can't imagine the people who come up with the post and then on the day of have the 5 billion people to respond to and all that. It's literally a full-time job. So I made a spreadsheet, big shock, of 
every single social media account I run and then what I want to post on each day and then I color coordinated it and then built a, a basically a calendar and said okay on this day you post this you post this you post this uh, if I want to post a question to my audience if I want to put, post something promoting a show basically slowly but surely figuring out what I want to do for social media and building a calendar out of it I did that I came up with the full episode summaries for the rest of this season of Deviant, which, thank God, because uh, something happened two episodes ago on Deviant that I was not preparing for mentally when I wrote it initially, but it happened, and it's it's whatever, and so I had to rewrite the rest of the season because I'm an idiot and couldn't hold back on an impulse. So, because of that, I had to end up rewriting the rest of this season. So I sat down and actually went, okay, this episode, this needs to happen. This episode, this needs to happen. Uh, I also figured out what I want to title each of them because all of the episodes of Deviant are going to be named after ACDC songs because that's the main character's favorite band. And I thought I would have to stop that after the first season, uh, nah, ACDC has a lot of songs, so every single season is going to be have ACDC songs that, named after it. So that's something, I, and I came up with all of the different plot synopsises. Now I actually have to write the next episode, which I got to get that done fast, y'all, because not going to lie, that episode has to be out on Sunday, and usually my actors have their scripts by now, and it still takes them a few, so ugh, I got to get prepared. And I don't... Here's the thing. I'm happy I'm preparing, and I'm happy I'm getting stuff ready for the future, but I'm slowly starting to feel like the old man in the Michigan J. Frog cartoon who would hold out Michigan J. Frog and just be like, all right, everybody, get ready. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And then Michigan J. Frog laying there and not dancing. I'm waiting for that moment. I'm waiting for everything to pop off. I'm waiting for my, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. I feel like I'm doing a lot of preparing for moments that haven't come fast enough. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm waiting for my moment to come, my moment in the spotlight. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and probably eat the rest of the unhealthy food so I won't be subject to it for the rest of the week. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was a very, very good day. Mostly the end part of it, because I ended up waking up late again. I don't know why lately I've just been waking up so much later. I've been very sleepy lately. And I don't know if it's like skipping my diet or skipping workouts or the fact that I was sick or what, but I've been sleeping a lot. Like so much so that I woke up, then went to the house because I had to go write and do some stuff at the house. And I promptly fell asleep in my chair. That is how sleepy I've been lately. So I, I don't know what it is, but I need to figure it out. And then I had a very, very good day that we will talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And it's going to sound weird because it's something that I haven't been a fan of. I, and in fact, I just talked about it. And I'm grateful for the amount of sleep I've got. But this is almost like a Marie Kondo, I thank you for what you've done for me, now I'm going to let you go situation. That's kind of where I'm at right now, because I'm very grateful for all of the great rest that sleep has given me. I'm grateful for all of the catching up on sleep that I've gotten, and it's now time to let it go. I mean, I understand, my body was exhausted, my body needed that sleep, but now it's time to stop. It's time to start setting some alarms. It's time to stop. Because, like, 
I didn't realize sleeping too much was just as bad as not sleeping a lot, but y'all, apparently it's pretty bad. Like, I read online one time, they were like, yeah, you you might have a lower life expectancy if you sleep 10 plus hours a day. And I'm like, no, I don't like that. I'm scared of that. Okay. So yeah, I need to get sleep under control, but I am very grateful for it. I am grateful for it. And now it's time to let it go. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it's the fact that... I did a husbandly duty yesterday. I was a family man yesterday because Emily, okay, you guys heard, I got sick for like two days and then it was gone. Then Emily got it. Emily's is a lot worse, apparently. Emily's is a lot more severe. So she messaged me like, I'm sick and I'm throwing up and I don't feel good. And I said, okay, do you want me to take the baby to my mom's? Yes, please. So I took the baby over here. I went and I worked for a while. And then I just realized, oh, wait a minute. When I bring this baby back to Emily, I have to come back here and do a load of BS, meaning Emily's going to be super sick alone with a baby who's been very fussy lately. So instead, I took the whole night off to give my baby time to rest. I went home. I got Ripley prepared a bottle. I got the baby straight up sent to sleep put her down and baby slept throughout the whole night. It was a very, very good thing. And I I don't know. I like it. I like having a flexible enough schedule now that when Emily says, Hey, I'm, I need help. I can actually drop everything and help. I really do like having that kind of flexible schedule. Now, what did I do? That's not awesome. And I guess it all could be summed up with the word combo breaker. Because I'm realizing that's exactly what that California trip was. It was a combo breaker. And it's, I don't think it's easy for us to see how hard it is to to get back on the horse after we've jumped off. But it very much is because I did not work out today. I ate more cake today. I uh, I did not record me again today. I'm actually recording this the following day, and I forgot to record. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's now like 9 o'clock at night. I'm about to record a load of BS, and I said, oh, no, I don't have me again from yesterday. I haven't recorded it. So I sat down and recorded. I'm, well, recording it right now. You guys are part of that. Uh, but it's just such a weird feeling because you think like, oh, it's a workout. It's real easy to do that. Like, it, it's so easy. And that's how I've been. Like, all of these days, like, okay, it's easy to do a workout. Nap. Oh, it, it should be easy for me to eat healthy. Cake. Like, it's it's a weird mental block. It's a weird mental thing your mind does where it tries to tell yourself a story. Your mind tries to make a story of your life, and it says, oh, so we're not doing the workout thing anymore? No, 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 I just skipped a day. No, no, you didn't do it yesterday, so we don't do this anymore. No, 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 and, and you cannot negotiate with your brain, and you can't negotiate with your habits. You gotta work hard to form habits, and I clearly have not worked hard enough to ingrain the healthy eating, dieting lifestyle to myself, and Man, I don't know. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And as much of an awesome thing as it was to go home and help Emily and take care of Ripley, that night ended up being probably one of the best nights I've had in a very long time because I took care of myself. I did some self-care that night. I sat down. 
I kind of just hung out for a little bit in the living room, watched some movies that I like, and then went to the... I took a bath, but like a legit, like bath bomb, Epsom salts, face mask, full-on spa treatment last night. And oh, it felt so good. Felt so good. I ended up watching a bunch of uh, Trixie Mattel and Katya's YouTube series, uh, which is probably one of my favorite things to pass time watching. And it was just a really fun night because it showed me that I can go home early and not have the anxiety of, oh no, what am I supposed to do? Oh no, I can find stuff to do. I could have a nice spa time. I can do paintings. I straight up, it was like one in the morning and I was like, I still can't sleep. Paint. I can do stuff over there. And it made me really, really happy to see that I could do that. Because I mean, you guys have seen on this show, sometimes I'll stay up till two, three in the morning over in the office working just because of the anxiety of, oh no, when I get over there, it's all over. I'll have nothing to do, but I won't be able to go to sleep and my anxiety will creep up. Like That's some real fear that I have about that, man. And just being able to go home last night and relax and have a good night in with myself was a very good time. So that's what I did to help myself. But for now, I'm going to get ready to record a load of BS. Oh my God. God, I need to get back on the wagon so I'm so far off the wagon, guys. I need help. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had another really good day. I'm excited. Even though I'm not doing my yoga, I'm still having good days. But I gotta get back on that train. Because right now, like I've said in the past... If you don't prep for a good day, you're rolling the dice. You could have good days, you could have bad days. But I've been having some really good days lately, so that makes me feel good. Um, Emily, because she was sick yesterday, she actually stayed out of work, so me and her got to enjoy a really nice morning together, just kind of chilling and watching different movies and deciding, like, uh, that Daniel Radcliffe movie, Guns Akimbo, is coming out this weekend, and ooh, we got really excited, so we're gonna go see that, hopefully. So we're gonna have a good time doing that, and then went home, did some work, wrote the next episode of Deviant, and it turns out that's not gonna be my thing that's awesome today, meaning you guys don't get another speech about how much I love Deviant. So now, instead, let's give you some more speeches as we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, it's going to sound weird, I'm grateful for summer. And I know this is probably going to be a grass is always greener kind of situation more than anything else. But today was actually relatively warm and it reminded me how much I like that feeling of walking out on like a really warm morning and getting to enjoy like the dew on the grass and like how nice it feels and like the warmth against your skin. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because I don't have any good winter clothes. I mostly wear like leggings and shorts. I don't wear anything like of substance to cover my body. I don't know if that's why, because as a kid, I loved winter. I was the weird one out in every single class, because that would always be like, all right, everyone who loves winter, raise their hand, or everyone who loves summer, raise their hand, and like, everyone would raise their hand for summer, and I would be the one, one weird one who liked winter. But in my opinion, as a kid, I was like, winter has Christmas. What what good does summer have other than sweat? Then again, I was a bigger kid. I was, I'm a big kid now, but like, I was a bigger kid, so I was like, ah, summer's too hot, I don't like summer. I guess being more active as an adult makes me kind of pine for summer a bit more, because y'all, it's too cold. I don't like how cold it's getting, I want to bring that heat back on to get a little bit hotter. So hopefully it's going to get a little bit warmer here on out, and it's going to feel a little bit nicer, but 
I don't know. I don't know yet. So now, uh, what did I do today that's awesome? And it's actually something I did for Patreon because our wrestling Patreon thing is coming up. We were supposed to do Wrestling History X every month, which is this very intense, I've talked about on the show before, this very intense historical podcast with like audio clips and very well done audio editing. And I really love doing that show. But it's not feasible to ask my castmates to do that. Like, because Dylan's doing it and he's enjoying it, but it's taking him a while. So it's not feasible to try to do such a quick turnaround on it. So instead, we decided every other month we would do something different. And what we decided to do, and by what we, I mean me, I decided, is to go back and watch some really old wrestling videos me and Blake did on our old YouTube channel. They're, they're still up there. If you look up JWF War, you might actually be able to find our old YouTube channel. It was called A Load of BS as well, and on there we had a bunch of different cool shows. There was one called Be a Man, where me and Blake did quote-unquote masculine things to do, like MMA and other weird stuff. It was a really fun show. And so we kept doing uh, stuff like that. So tonight I said, why don't we go back and watch the first episode of JWF and react to it? And I didn't tell Blake what we were doing until we started recording. And it was so amazing watching him kind of open up, getting transported back to this time of him literally going deeper into analysis of what we do than I think I've ever seen him go before of him being like well see this is why we it's good that we do it as a podcast now or hey this the reason I made this character choice was this it was really interesting seeing Blake go to that place and it was really really fun for me and him to actually sit down and break break apart what we did and why we did it and it was a really fun time I really enjoyed it Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And number one, you already know about it because I talked about it yesterday, but I didn't record me again last night, which I do that a lot. It's okay. I was just having a really, really nice self-care night, so I said, I'm going to wait till the morning. And then I didn't do it in the morning. Then I got home. Then I made dinner. And then I didn't do it. And then it was literally right before we were supposed to record that I said, oh, no, I don't have audio. And, man, like I talked about yesterday, that's just a weird feeling to have fully missed something and not realized it. So that was one bad thing. The other one is my mind did a bad. My mind did a bad because I made a HelloFresh meal tonight. It was a, I believe, penne rustica with a kick is what it was. It was like this really nice penne dish. And it was supposed to have, like, this pseudo-Alfredo and asparagus. And it was a really nice dish. But... I messed up one bit. I messed up. I heated it a little bit too much, and the sauce ended up splitting. None of the cheese incorporated. Instead of having, like, this thick, creamy sauce, it was this watery gunk at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the pan. And I could have easily said, oh, well, I made a mistake. I'll remember that next time I make anything like this. No. My mind was like, you messed this up. How dare you? And I couldn't finish it. I literally couldn't finish it because my mind kept telling me, this doesn't taste right. It it tastes wrong. You messed this up. And I just went down this rabbit hole of feeling guilty about messing up this meal that I just prepared for my mom and Emily. I was like, ah, no, I messed everything up. Meanwhile, in reality, they were both like, this is actually pretty good. I really like this. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It could have been so much better. And that's kind of the perfectionist mind that I have. Like, I'm not a perfectionist at everything, but with food, I'm like, it's so simple. It says right there what to do. And you messed up that. 
you messed up instruct. It's like messing up a Lego. I'm like, I'm the instructions tell me what to do. How could I have messed it up? And you know, people make mistakes, and that's fine. And you should forgive yourself. But for that hour or so, I was like, I will never forgive myself for the sins I have committed on this day. I've commit. This is a great shame I have brought to my family on this day. So, now finally, how did I help myself today? And it's pretty much just by spending that awesome morning alone with Emily. Like, I love spending time with her so much. I mean, I never get to, really, because there's always either the babies there or the kids there. And just getting to spend time alone with her, really, it feels so nice. It's this big feeling of, like, Oh, that's right. I do love you, and you're my favorite person on the planet, and that's why I married you. And that's just, it's such a good time getting to spend time with your wife, spend time with your significant other, and it's nice. Also, we got to cuddle, and you know I love cuddling. So we cuddled, and we watched um, we watched some Smosh videos. We watched a bunch of fun, ridiculous stuff. I'm really happy that I'm getting to spend more time with my family. I am. I missed them so much in working two, one part-time and one full-time job as far as podcasting is concerned. It it kind of wears you down. It does some wear and tear. Like, I, I can't help but feel there is a slight bias, whereas I was like, hey, yoga made my life better, and all this other stuff made my life better. I think getting to see them and being with them is also making my life a whole lot better, so... Sorry I got way too genuine there, but I guess this is the show to do that on. But yeah, I love my wife, and I love spending time with her, and I can't wait to go see Guns Akimbo with her this weekend. It was just a really good day. I felt really connected. I mean, like I've said before, when I'm depressed, I feel violently alone, and I feel not connected to anyone in existence. But today, I just felt really connected to everybody. Like, me and Blake, while we were recording, felt connected. Me and my mom and Emily felt connected while we were eating. Um, Oh, also, we painted. I'm getting back into painting a little bit more. I I doubt I'm going to keep doing it. But um, I'm actually doing a painting based on The Adventure Zone, which is my... Uh, probably my favorite podcast in existence. I'm doing a, po- or a painting based off the Adventure Zone, and I actually got a few more panels done for it. So I'm really excited for that, and I'm excited to go inside and get some rest. And I don't know, I might do a little bit more self-care, y'all. I might take another like nice warm bath just because I'm in that kind of mood. I'm in that kind of self-care mood right now. Oh, also, I, I'm just going to call myself out on this because if I don't, I'll just... I'll just keep forgetting it. I didn't do yoga again. I'm going to do it Thursday because Thursday I'm not going to be fully sick. I woke up today sick again, but um, not full on sick. Just like, you know, when you wake up and your body like gives you all of the sickness that you couldn't have while you were asleep. So you wake up all gunky. That's where I was today. So I was a little bit sick. But Thursday, I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill it. And I'm going to get back on this horse because I'm sick and tired of being off the yoga horse. That needs to be a film. Yoga horse? Yes! But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had the day. It was an average day. In fact, with all intents and purposes, I'd say it was a bad day if I didn't, like have a positive outlook on life, I guess. Like, I always preach that whole, you know, life is 90% of 
how you react to the 10% of what happens to you. I said that completely backwards, but you guys know what I mean. Uh, life is 10% what happens to you, 90% of how you react to it. And today, some, it was a lot of evidence was brought up for this was probably a bad day, but I don't know. It was still a good day in many respects. Um, got to hang out with the baby all day, and that was good, even though we woke up way too early. And I'm very tired right now because of that. And then went home, actually made some food for me and mom. So I got to cook for my mom for the first time, like just me and her in a long time. And it was very nice. We made burgers. It was a very good time. And then had some really good recording sessions. And we'll talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful for Ancestry.com because I fell down a rabbit hole. And this was technically yesterday, but still. I fell down the Ancestry.com rabbit hole because I don't know a lot about my family, like, at all. I know my the relatives I've met. And even some of them I don't remember, so uh, I don't know that much about my family, and I don't know anything about our history outside of the fact that I think some of the people on my mom's side were moonshiners and criminals, (laughs) so that's all I really know, and so I decided to go on Ancestry.com and go back and find people, and it was weird because I I didn't think my papa would be the first person who I found a lot of people through, but he was, so I went back like really far into the Anderson, which is my mother's maiden name, into the history of the Andersons, and went all the way back to like the 1700s. And apparently we were some of the first people in America because we were here all the way back till then. So I found out about them and I was looking, not even going to lie, I was looking almost entirely to figure out what I am. Because a lot of people are able to come out and say like, oh, I'm 50% uh, English and, you know, my history is all, I'm a, a quarter Cherokee Indian or stuff like that. I don't know that at all. I, I'm implying, based on what I look like, to be like, probably a lot of Irish and probably a lot of Scottish in there. So that's what I was looking for. I found uh, a bunch of relatives who were English. I found one who was in Scotland, and that's all I needed. That's all I needed to be like, there it is. That's that's me. That's, that's where it comes from. So I found that. I found one from Ireland. So I'm all around that area. But I also know I've got a little bit of Cherokee Indian in me on my Nana's side. So I'm very excited to keep... Uh, I got a 14-day trial, and you know I'm a cancel before they charge me any money for it, but I am very excited to go back and kind of figure stuff out. I do eventually want to do like a 23andMe, or maybe even the Ancestry DNA test thing to actually figure out what my DNA says, and also the stuff about my like health, because that's another cool thing you can do with those DNA tests now. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to learn more about myself. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it's have two really fun back-to-back recording sessions. Uh, The first one for Opposite Attractions, the second one for A Load of BS. And I was just in the zone the whole time, where usually a lot of the time I'll get some performance anxiety, I guess is what you'll call it, when I don't know what we're going to do. And both of those shows, we had, I especially had no idea what we were going to talk about for the intro. Because usually the intro is where we will BS back and forth for both Opposite Attractions and BS. And no idea. No idea what we were going to talk about. So I just kind of sat back, rested, and said, it will come. I We've done this for four years. 
whatever good will come, I just have to rely on me and Blake's ability to do things well. And we did, and it turned out super well. And both me and Blake had ideas that were pretty shallow and we were still able to flesh out 20 minutes of really good content out of it and then for opposite attractions lately we've been doing shorter episodes because our theme park design this season leaves something to be desired but even then we ended up going long so i was really excited very good recording sessions i'm really happy when i get into the zone and can do the thing that i do good and can actually do the thing that I do well, which is podcasting. So that was really exciting for tonight. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And, um, yeah, the baby fell today. (laughs) Baby Stone Cold fell down and hurt her eye. Not her eye itself, but, like, her corner of her eye is a little bit red. And I was just, uh, no, it breaks your heart as a parent if your baby falls ever. And you immediately, I luckily didn't fall down a guilt trip rabbit hole, although I definitely easily could because I just felt so guilty. And then also me and Emily got into an argument. Once again, this is all the stuff that is why I said this was probably a bad day if I didn't have really good stuff to end it on. And uh, luckily a positive outlook affected a few of these things. But, like, I woke up at 8. Was it 8 or 9? It might have been 10. It was very early, but I also went to bed late. I went to bed about 5 o'clock yesterday because I was up all night doing Ancestry.com. And, yes, I know I shouldn't have done it. Don't at me. But I ended up waking up at 10 because Emily called us on the Amazon Echo which is a thing she can just do. She can just randomly jump into the room whenever she wants. And I've expressed in the past the fact that don't do that. It's A, creepy, and B, wakes up the baby when she's trying to sleep. And I've told her that, but she still did it. And instead of just saying, okay, we're awake now, it's fine, I got into a very long argument with Emily about sleep schedules and about, um, and then it got into weird stuff about like, I don't want you to try to help me because she was trying to diagnose my sleep stuff, which is straight up just, it's insomnia mixed with the fact that I don't like to wake up. My whole life I've always had to have an alarm and I haven't been using alarms lately. So that's 100% what it is. But she's trying to diagnose stuff and it got down to a place of me saying, I don't need your help, I need your support. Which I know sounds weird and she thought it was weird too. And I I had to explain to her because it's something I've went through as well in my pa- in the past which is, I love the people around me. I love Emily, and I love Blake, and I love my parents. And if they come to me with a problem, my first instinct for my entire life was, oh, I'm going to fix it. Let me fix it. Let me do that. That's not what everybody needs all the time. Sometimes people just need you to be there and love them and support them as they're going through this and let them solve it on their own. And I had to express that to Emily this morning. And it was a very long back and forth of it. Even then she was still like, yeah, but I can't help you. And I'm like, no, no, no. I let me solve this on my own. I already know the issue. I'm setting alarms on my phone. I'm going to try to go to sleep earlier. Let me do this. And she's like, "Mm -hmm." so that, that was not a fun way to begin the day. And then Ripley fell. So two not awesome things there for you. And now finally, how did I help myself today? And one, I guess it was expressing to Emily the fact that, basically telling her, hey, I 
don't need help. I need support. Like that whole conversation as arduous as it was, I do feel like it opened up a few doors of me saying like, I understand there's an issue with sleep because I've always had issues with sleep like my entire life, but you need to let me solve this on my own because you can't. And it sucks to tell someone like, Hey, don't, you can't help me. Only I can help me. But that, that was, that was a productive conversation, even though it sucked. So it wasn't awesome, but it was something that I feel like is going to help us because it was opening up. It was communicating. It was good. The other thing I did to help myself, and it's the dumbest thing in existence but I stole my mom's robe. Now, now wait, don't get ahead of me now. I, I've realized one of my big anxieties about recording me again. So this show, I, I know I come off all cool and composed. Recording me again gives me a little bit of anxiety because A, it's the end of the day. And it also signals the end of the day for me, which always is going to give me anxiety of, oh, no, is everything done? Do I have to fix anything? What's going on? It sends my brain kind of whirring once I realize, oh, no, the day's over. And so it gives me anxiety because of that. But it also gives me anxiety because it's so cold that my brain freezes when I get outside to record the show. Once I start driving and actually get warmed up, it's okay. But it, so today I stole my mom's robe, which is this super warm, super fuzzy robe, and I decided to wear it to the car. And it's kind of helping in a weird way. It's a little bit of like a security blanket of just kind of enwrapping me and keeping me warm from the cold and also letting me know it's okay, baby. You're fine. Do the show. It's going to be okay. So that was one of my things. I found myself a little security blanket in the form of my mom's fuzzy robe that I'm definitely going to have to return tomorrow. And it really helped me today. So find your find your support. Find your fuzzy robe. Find your support blanket. Find whatever you need and have a relaxing day. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest. Oh my God, I'm so tired. And I will see you tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had what has to be called an average day, because I had really, really good moments, like half the day was really, really good, and half the day was really, really bad, it was so weird, it was such a weird little day I had there, but yeah, it was waking up uh, a little bit too late, a little bit too late for my liking, and then grabbing the baby, going to the house, and then working a lot, like working the majority of the day. I took breaks in there, and we actually will talk about that later. And then having a very fun recording session that was a little bit stressful because Blake was extremely tired for Fight Boys and Dylan wasn't there, meaning that we kind of had, I had to carry the show, which I can do. I can carry a show, but it's always a weird feeling because I always have this. Basically, when you record a show with a co-host, I like it because not only do you have someone to help you, but you also have an audience. You have someone who can respond to what you're doing. That way you know if you're going down the right path, wrong path, it kind of helps guide you. But when Blake's sleepy, he's not paying attention, which means that I've got no idea if I'm going right or going wrong or if I need to ease off the brake or go a little bit harder. And so that kind of sucked. That wasn't a good feeling. But other than that, it was a perfectly average day. So let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I'm very, very grateful for yoga because I was having, like I said, a terrible day. 
And then I remembered, oh, I haven't done my yoga yet. So I went into the bedroom. I got out the mat. I did my yoga for the first time, and I think it was 13 days. And instantly, my day was better. Instantly, my day got a whole lot better. It's like I read something earlier today. I was going to bring this up later, but screw it. I'll bring it up now. And it was what people think productivity is. And it was a pie chart, and it was 100%, and it said hard work. And then underneath it said what productivity actually is. And it was like 30% hard work, 20% diet. There wasn't exact percentages, but it was hard work, good diet, um, working out, taking breaks, staying active. Like it was a whole lot more than just hard work to be productive because you'll wear yourself out. You know, if you just try to work hard and that's it, you wear yourself out, which is a place I was in danger of getting to until I kind of slowly realized all these things. So I decided to go in and do some yoga and it instantly transformed my day. Like it's weird. I can point to an exact moment of my day and say, this part sucked, then yoga. And then it was awesome. That was the rest of the day. It was awesome. So that was, that was a really cool thing. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it's it's gotta be make a fun meal. Make a fun meal with my mom because like I said, I got the I got the the workout done, I got the staying active part, but I wasn't eating healthy. So I went and we made like this really nice roasted chicken with mashed potatoes and broccoli meal and Turns out I like broccoli if you cook it right, Uh, and it's very easy to mess up broccoli, but I really enjoyed it tonight. It was very good, and then there was this awesome sauce that I put on it. It was like this jammy, almost cinnamon kind of sauce, and I didn't think sweet would work well with chicken. Turns out, freaking amazing. It was from HelloFresh, but yeah, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I like cooking with my mom. It's really fun just to go in there and go back and forth, and I kind of like becoming... I guess the head chef, is that what the term? Because the sous chef is the one that actually cooks everything. So, yeah, like I become the head chef of, hey, can you cut this? Can you do this? Can you set this pot up water boiling? Can you do this? And it's really fun. I like being that person. Like, when I was in college, we took a acting for the camera class. And the beauty of that class is he not only taught us how to act in front of a camera, he also taught us respect for all of the jobs behind the camera. So we would have to be the boom, like we would have to be the person holding the boom arm. We would have to be the person listening for audio. We would have to do all of the different roles. And one of us would have to become the producer, or I'm trying to remember the official role, but the role is the person who tells everybody what to do. And my fa- that was my favorite job to do because A, I didn't have to do anything. In fact, if I did do anything, he would get mad because he would say, that's not your job. He would, uh, he would do the same thing with the actors. The actors, he would say, These, this is not your job. They've hired people for this, which, you know, would be the other classmates. But it, it was my favorite thing was just going around and telling people like, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? Thank you. Thank you. Like showing respect and showing honor to them for what they're doing for me, but just organizing things and getting things done quickly. I like doing that. Like, I feel like one day after I did it, he even looked at me and said, you might have a career in that, just yelling at people and telling them what to do. And I was like, thank you. That means a lot. I'm very good at telling people what to do. So that's what I like about cooking with people is I get to boss them around a little bit and be real sassy. But it was a really good meal, too. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it was the fact that I got frustrated 
for no good dang dang reason. I got so frustrated today and it was because I was trying to chisel away without having eaten anything, without having worked out, without... I didn't show up to the dance ready to work, essentially. I didn't show up ready to dance. I showed up and was just like, let's go! Let's go work! Let's do as much as we can! And because of that, my body wasn't in the state to prepare for if anything went wrong. And a lot went wrong today. The My capture card, which is what allows my computer to read what my PS4 is putting out, that crapped out on me, so that sucked. I couldn't... I was trying to find a way to get my retirement money from from my job from where I got fired. I was like, well, let's get that retirement money. I got like 400 bucks in there. So I, I couldn't figure out a way to do that, so that sucked. That frustrated me. And it was just all this stuff piling on top of each other. And instead of just relaxing and taking a moment... I just kept letting myself get more and more frustrated to a point where, I don't know, I became one of those people that like to share their suffering. So Emily came into the room and I was like, oh good, now I get to spill all this crap on you that you don't need. Let's do it. And it's not the right way to do things. I eventually did the right thing, which was going to do yoga. uh, And that, that helped me out. And doing yoga helped clear my mind and helped me figure out like, oh, I, I could do this, or oh, this, or like, it, it helped my mind and helped me figure things out. And it also helped me figure out the thing I did to help myself today, because I really want to go to Seattle. I really want to go to Seattle for Wi-Fi Sci-Fi, because it's the first live show I'd get to do this year. I would get to go with Relativity and do that show live. And everyone else in Relativity is going to be there. There are some amazing names in um, audio drama that are going to be there. And, you know, Deviant is still a little baby show. It's our most successful show, but it's still a baby show. And so I want to go out there and promote Deviant and get that in front of, not people's eyes, I guess in in people's ears. And I didn't think I would be able to do it. But I think I know how. And it's going to be the dumbest thing I've ever done. But it's only cost going to cost about $300, which I managed to find a place in my budget for. I just had to cut back on a few things, change the price of a few payments. I figured this all out while like doing yoga, by the way. It, it calmed my mind enough for me to be like... Because that's what I wanted my... Um, my retirement money from my job for. I wanted it for to pay for Seattle. And that's why it was stressing me out. I was like, I can't go to Seattle now. But then I figured out a place in my budget. I'm literally going to leave the morning of the show, get in it too, go hang around Seattle, I guess, then go do the show, and then promptly go back to the airport and sleep at the airport. And then my favorite part about this entire dumb plan is the fact that my flight home has a five-hour layover in Las Vegas. And you know your boy's gonna be going crazy in Vegas. You know your boy's gonna have him a good, good Vegas time. It's only gonna be like three hours, but I don't care. And I'm really excited that I found a way to do this. I I pray that I get the money in time before, you know, flight prices jack up and I actually can't do it, but I'm really excited for Seattle. I liked it a lot last year. I was going through some bad mental stuff when I went last January, but even then, I really did like Seattle. In fact, I think I like Seattle more than I liked Los Angeles, which is a weird thing. But yeah, I guess it's because in Los Angeles, I didn't find a Starbucks that also served liquor. So I feel like that was probably what made me enjoy Seattle a little bit more. Although Los Angeles had some really good spots I went to, too. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm really excited to go back. I hopefully will get to go to that Starbucks that serves liquor. 
after the show, not before, because if I go before, I will not be having a good time on that stage. (laughs) But yeah, for now, I'm actually going to go in and get some rest and actually do a nighttime routine because um, next week on Patreon, for all of my lovely patrons out there, I'm actually going to be putting up the routines uh, Patreon thing that I told you guys I was going to do and then ended up not doing. I'm finally going to put that up, and because of that, I decided to actually write down a specific schedule, like 9.05 to this, do this, and like specific times of what I want to do, and give myself a dedicated schedule, and I came up one with one for night. And it does involve taking a warm bath. And I'm super hyphy for that. So I'm going to go inside and do that. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was a rough one today. I'll just be completely and totally honest with that. Fully because... Every single plan I had today fell through. And you know, if a plan falls through, just one, I'll be messed up. Everything went wrong today. Like, um, we had planned to go see a movie, and Emily ended up getting sick, so we couldn't do that. We decided to let my parents keep the baby, and then that ended up meaning that I couldn't see the baby for the rest of the night. So that sucked. I was supposed to go, like, I'm trying to get my sleep schedule right, so I'm trying to leave the office at about 12.30 every night. No, didn't work. It's currently 2.30, although that's that's with good reason, because I'm having to get the episode of, this week's episode of Deviant done, and that's usually like a six-hour process that I'm trying to cram into these two days, so I'm very quickly having to cram all of that work in, so that's not a good feeling. That was something, let's see, what else? I woke up late, I ended up having to immediately go get groceries, like everything was thrown into whack today. So yeah, it was kind of a rough time dealing with all of that. Now, we might as well get into the four pillars of awesomeness, because we'll break down a few more things that went wrong today in that, but number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's the one thing that I hadn't planned to do. But I got to watch the first episode of the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And y'all, I forgot how much I love Drag Race. Because, I okay, it's not late enough in the season yet for me to really know the queens. But I'm already remembering the stuff I love about RuPaul and the stuff I hate about it. And it's all the queens. There are some queens that I absolutely cannot stand and they make me furious. And then there are some that I absolutely love with every ounce of my heart. And I already know who's who this season. I already know which ones I care about and which ones I don't. It's just such a ridiculous and beautiful show that I don't know how people can't fall in love with it. Because if you like drama, it's got all the drama of that if you like competition it's got very fierce competition between people and then each episode ends with a limp lip sync competition it's so ridiculous that it's hard not to fall in love with it and i'm really excited about the new season because this the premiere was buck wild it was insane it had a very good lip sync it had some really good queens in some awesome fashion it was a really good time i love rupaul now what did I do today that is awesome and it's I got to be a dad but not I don't know I I feel like I've kind of been pseudo dad I've gotten to play I don't want to say like uncle essentially but got to be the cool uncle but label it dad today full-on dadded up because I woke up went to get groceries came home and Emily goes CJ's in the office so the son is in the office (laughs) 
And I go, that's not good for what? She goes, oh, it's a lot of things. It is, and when we got like the sheet, the write-up sheet, they had to start writing in the margins. That's how much he had done. And it wasn't like anything big outside of he wrote on his desk with marker and that's that's a no-no. That's graffiti. But he was doing that. He was taking water fountain water and like spraying it onto the ground. He was running in the hall. Basically, everything a kid could do wrong at school, the boy did today. And so she goes, "Do you can you take care of Ripley while I go to this? And I go, yeah, yeah, sure. Actually, do you want to go with me? And I'm like, are you sure? Because his dad's going to be there. And is that going to be too many cooks in the kitchen? She goes, no. I'm sick. I can barely talk. It's going to be two cooks in the kitchen. It's going to be both of you. And I said, okay, that's not going to be weird and awkward at all. And luckily it somehow wasn't like, turns out me and CJ's dad are on the same exact wavelength with how to parent him because Emily has some techniques that almost, I don't want to say seem slightly fear mongering, but it does seem slightly like if you do this, you'll end up going to jail or you'll be a bad person if you keep doing this. And I'm like, okay, look, don't (laughs) because I know plenty of kids that were wild in school and then grew up to be perfectly normal people. Don't say he's being a freak or being a weirdo try to talk him through his emotions and talk him through what's going on. And that's literally what me and his dad did today was sit him down and be like, okay, why were you getting up out of your desk? Were you bored? Yeah, I was bored. Why were you splashing water? I just really wanted to see what happened with the water. Why were you drawing on your desk? I just really wanted to draw. And it was once you find out the problem, you can slowly figure out a solution. And that's what we were doing and actually breaking it down and Like, I was trying to illustrate to him, hey, don't fib, because he was trying to tell a few fibs to get out of stuff, and I was like, look, if you fib, it's going to make things worse, and you know we can find out if you're fibbing, so make sure to tell the truth. You won't get in more trouble for telling the truth, and he goes, okay, and it was a really cool moment of me getting to parent the kid and break down everything for him. It was a really nice moment. I was really excited for it. I'm, I'm happy I get to do that a little bit more now. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it all comes back to the fact that I didn't do yoga today. And I know I hadn't done yoga for like 13 days and it affected me slightly. But today it just killed me to a point where like I woke up and I went to get groceries and then I had to go to the office because I had to edit a few things. So I went to the office to edit and then I had to come back home to pick up Emily to go, you know, get get on to CJ. Unfortunately, I was going to work out and do yoga at home or at the office. Didn't do that. Came home. Then I said, okay, Emily, well, you go pick up CJ from school. Because literally by the time we got back from the school, it was about to be time to pick him up. So I said, while you go do that, I'm going to do my workout. Oh, okay. I'll take Ripley with me then. Okay, cool. Actually, I'm sick. You keep Ripley. So then I wasn't able to work out again because I had to keep Ripley. Then my phone died, so I had to wait on my phone to charge. Fell asleep during that. Then it ended up being 4.30, and I said, okay, I'll give Emily Ripley. And then and then eventually, by the time my phone charged, it was time to take Ripley to my parents, and I just never got to work out all day. And it's now something I'm trying to keep very dedicated on, like something that is a big, important part of my life. 
because, I mean, once again, I like to be a productive person. I like to be a hardworking person. And like we talked about yesterday, I think it was yesterday, hard work is not the only part of productivity. It's also taking care of yourself. It's also working out. And I wanted to take care of myself today and I wasn't able to. And it just sent me down this depression spiral. Also, I drank a monster energy drink, one of like the zero calorie ones. Turns out if you drink an energy drink and then don't do something that requires energy, your body gets mad at you. It's like, I have all of this energy. Why are you doing this to me? So I was like tingly and anxious and I wasn't feeling good at all. So much so that when we dropped off Ripley at my parents, my mom looked at me like, what's going on? And I said, I'm depressed and I can't put a finger on it outside of I didn't do yoga. And that was it. That was 100%. So I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to basically do a makeup for my yoga routine that I missed today. And hopefully, because like it makes me feel so much better, y'all. When I eat right and I do yoga, but it's just so easy and your mind tricks you into thinking, no, you don't need to work out. You, you need to eat unhealthy because you like pizza. So eat the pizza because that will make you happy. That's not how it works. In fact, that's actually, I didn't get time to give this speech to my son, so I'm going to give it to you guys instead. Sometimes in life we have to do the thing that sucks to make us happy. And sometimes the things in life that make us happy, or like if we do the things that make us happy, it makes us feel bad. It's a weird thing about life. It's a weird bass backwards way that life is where sometimes the thing that sucks makes you feel better than you were and the things that make you happy make you feel worse than before and that's where I was at all day is I was doing things that make me happy sitting down watching tv taking naps and it made me feel so much worse it made me feel so bad like even Emily could tell like what's going on are you all right and I was like no I'm I'm not. Like, I couldn't even hide it. I had to straight up be like, no, I, I feel like absolute garbage. She goes, I'm sorry, baby. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. I'll, I, now, it was also because I w- hadn't eaten. And once again, check yourself before you evaluate your emotions. Have you eaten? Are you tired? Is there anything you need to do to take care of your body before you full-on say, I'm really sad? Because... That's where I was at today. I was not taking care of my body, so my mind didn't take care of me. Now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And it was actually on the way to the office. Uh, oh, other thing that didn't happen that was supposed to happen. We were supposed to record tonight. Me and Blake were supposed to do the JWF pay-per-view and do Deviant. And luckily, he recorded his lines for Deviant, so that's good. But still, I'm now pushing that pay-per-view up to, like, last minute. So that's very stressful. But on my way to the office, I did one of my favorite things, which is getting on the radio and turning up, like, my favorite 80s butt rock, like, full-on Def Leppard, Joan Jett, Poison, Motley Crue, just these uh, 80s hair metal and singing it at the top of my lungs. I don't know what it is about this, but just driving around and listening to, like, these old 80s classics makes me feel so much better and it made me feel so much better today that I was like I'm gonna drive around for a few more minutes because I know Blake won't be home for 30 uh, until 10 30 so I'm just gonna keep driving around and blasting music and that's all I did and it made me feel so much better like I don't know because in my head I envision myself doing karaoke and I'm literally I'm 
I'm both playing performer and judge on American Idol because I will be performing hear myself or at least hear how my voice is holding up and like judge and say, all right, you could probably pull off a pretty decent rendition of I hate myself for loving you, but Dr. Feelgood will be rough once you get into the chorus. So you need to work on that, dog, but you're going to Hollywood. That's what I did today in the car, and it made me feel so much better. It helped me evaluate my karaoke choices for the future. And, yeah, it made me feel happy. At least I got that, if nothing else. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest, because it's about to be 3 o'clock in the morning, which is way later than I was supposed to be getting home. But I'm going to go inside, enjoy some, enjoy some good, good sleep, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I am not in a good way today. I just lost my glasses at the office and had to walk around for about 25 minutes because the office is just so nasty today. And I don't know, that that's basically been the gist of all, all of today, is just everything that was supposed to go right didn't go right. Everything, past couple of days, everything's kind of gone wrong. And I know a lot of it's on me. If my room was cleaner... If my office was nicer, it would have been easier for me to find my glasses. If I had kept up with my friends, they might have actually came to my AEW wrestling party that I was having tonight. Like, a a lot of stuff went wrong. It was still... No, it was a bad day. (laughs) It it was a really bad day. But uh, we'll get into that a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness because it was a very short day as well. Because me and Emily slept in till 2.30 in the afternoon. I know. And that's us- that's a normal thing for me, but it was re- really weird for it to come from Emily. In fact, I was the first one to wake up, so that was strange. But yeah, we woke up, had to go get Ripley from my parents, uh, came back to the house, and kind of just hung out for a while. There wasn't much to be done. Like, it was straight up, wake up, get Ripley... I then worked out, I did my yoga from yesterday, so at least I got that in, so that's good, and then watched wrestling, and then went home, and that was it, so very short day. Number one, though, what am I grateful for today, and I am grateful for AEW, especially pay-per-views, because with WWE having a pay-per-view like every single month, and sometimes twice in a month, pay-per-views don't feel special anymore, they just kind of feel like... I guess the best way to describe it is if you were reading a book, it would be the end of a chapter. It doesn't feel like a very big deal. But with AEW and the way they've done their wrestling pay-per-views, oh my god, every single show seems like the biggest deal in the entire world. It seems like the end. And of course, in pro wrestling, there's never really an end. It's always going to keep going on. It's an infinite circle, just always going on and on and on and on. But it feels like the end. It doesn't feel like there's any way you can go beyond this. It feels like the end of the storylines, and that's how it felt tonight. Like um, There was this amazing one between the Elite, where Hangman Page and Kenny Omega teamed up to take on the Young Bucks. It was this big, almost civil war kind of thing, and that was awesome. It was really, it was a really well-told story. Uh, MJF and Cody, who I think I've talked about on the show, on this show before, they had the end of their, at least it seems like the end of their rivalry. Like, it was just such a great show and the only thing is I did watch it alone I actually watched it with Emily but that's basically like watching it alone because she's on her phone the whole time and I ended up 
doing the thing I keep telling myself not to do, and that's fixating on Emily not paying attention and fixating on the fact that she's on her phone and not paying attention. And I guess it's also because Emily was taking care of the baby and she was on the phone instead of like, like the baby's literally crawling up her. And instead of saying anything about it, I kind of internalized it. I think I said one thing at one point, but I just kind of kept it internalized and didn't really bring up how much it messed with me. And then after I went to the office, I talked to her and I said, I, cause I was like having a small panic attack on the way to the office. My anxiety has been on edge lately. And so I, I talked to her and I said, I'm sorry, I wasn't feeling well. She goes, yeah, I've been depressed all day. And I said, Hey, could we have talked about that? And not just kind of kept it in because I felt real like crap too. And I didn't want to bring it up because she's having a rough time. So I was like, I don't want to add to that. And I feel like that's where we're both at is I don't want to add to the other person's problems. And yet it just keeps, it makes the problems worse essentially. But now on to what I did today that is awesome. And it was such a short day that it was kind of hard to find anything that's awesome. But the main thing was, A, I got in my yoga, and that was good. And number two was the fact that I finished the next episode of Deviant. It took me like four hours, and I had to keep going back and forth with Blake to get new line reads because not everything was fitting perfectly. And here's the thing. One of my favorite phrases that's kind of helped me get over my perfectionism is in the in showbiz, or at least in podcasting world, the show isn't over because it's done, or the show doesn't go up because it's done, the show goes up because it's time. And that's kind of, that's why I like having deadlines for things, and I like having to put out something every week, or in Deviant's case, every two weeks, is the fact that I know it's not the best. It's a very, very good episode, I enjoy it a lot. But after coming off those two previous episodes where, I mean, you guys heard on this show, I would freak out and be like, it's so good. It kind of put me in a nervous position because I'm like, how am I supposed to go beyond that? How am I supposed to make something even better than my previous things? And on this show, multiple times, I've said things like, you're only as good as your latest show. And that's all right. That's an okay way to look at things, but it's also a very anxiety-inducing way of looking at things because it froze me. For a very long time, I was froze trying to come up with how I want to write this episode. That's why this episode took so long for me to create. And I then I had to remember, like, the show doesn't go on because it's perfect. The show goes on because it's time for it to go on. And that's what I had to do today. And so it's a very good episode. I really enjoy it a lot, but I had to push through a lot of anxiety to get there. So that's what I did today that was awesome, was I finally finished that episode of Deviant. And I really liked the way it turned out. It was goofy and still had some nice serious moments. And it was that perfect mix that I really liked for Deviant. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And... Man, there was just a lot. There was a lot of stuff. Like I said, uh, so much stuff went wrong today. There was the anxiety during AEW that led to me not enjoying the show as much. There was losing my glasses for 20 minutes. There was um like there was just so much. But the main one I keep coming back to because like this is the one thing that ruined my night is the fact that me and Blake recorded the next JWF pay-per-view. It's coming out. It was supposed to come out tomorrow. And I said, okay, I've got his audio. I've got my audio edited. I'll just go on, finish Deviant, because Deviant's a much higher priority, and then I'll work on the pay-per-view afterwards. 
Little did I know that yes, I had edited my audio, and yes, I had gotten everything mastered and everything perfect. The one thing I did not do was export my audio. So I went through, and usually when I edit audio, I will just close out like, okay, that file's done, close out, open something new, close out, open something new. And in Audacity, which is the program I edit in, you can just, you know, control Z, undo, back to an old audio file if you need to access it. But I thought, oh no, I've already got it exported. Clearly, it's fine. And I closed out of Audacity, and I completely and totally lost all of the audio for the pay-per-view. And it's not like, like, when I do a load of BS or Fight Boys or something that I record live, I can pull from Twitch audio, or I usually have some backups. I had no backup running tonight. I had nothing. Meaning that we have to go in and re-record this entire pay-per-view and make everything perfect again, and it just... It's one of those mistakes that's so dumb that it makes you furious at yourself. And that's where I was sitting at. Like, it's currently 3.40 in the morning because I messed up. And, you know, I should have just said, okay, I messed up. I'll come up with a solution and I'll move on. And I did. I come up with a solution. I was like, okay, we can either do a quick record tomorrow night. And I asked Blake what he wanted to do. I said, we can either do a quick record tomorrow night or we can postpone it by a week and I'll just write a new episode of JWF. So I'm waiting to hear his response on that. But even though all of that happened, I still was mad and I still sat there and I still was fuming and I've just felt, I don't know what it is. I've also been bad about not taking my, not my meds, but you guys know the mushrooms that I take, like the brain mushroom, the special brain thinky mushrooms. Yeah, I've been bad about not taking those and like a lot of my normal routine has been thrown off and it's really messed with my brain and I feel super foggy and that's where I've kind of been at all day was in this kind of foggy state of not truly being here, not truly being present, being in my head a little bit too much. So I think I need to jump back into some meditation just so I can learn to be within myself and have a little bit more rest. Now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And number one is the fact that I finally came up with uh, two separate ideas for what I want to do for podcast movement in Dallas. So I actually submitted a speaker, uh, a speaker submission for Dallas as well. That does mean I have to figure out a way to get to Dallas, but luckily I've got some friends down there and they're like, we'll pay for the hotel. You just find a way here. And I said, I love you. But I came up with two pretty awesome panel ideas. One is um, one's about personality and podcasting because I feel a lot of people host podcasts and don't let their personality shine. And I'm like, yo, it's just you talking for an hour. You better let it shine. So that was one idea I submitted. And then the other one was how not to create an audio drama. And essentially it's all the lessons that I learned from creating Deviant and how everything went wrong with that. So it's a really fun time. I'm really excited just because I love going to those podcast conventions. I love meeting new podcasters. I love meeting the weirdos like me, and I really hope I get it because I do love speaking. But the other thing I did to help myself is the fact that I basically kicked my own ass today because my yoga routine today is what I've done multiple times. It's called Fat Burner. It is one of the DDP yoga like basic workouts, and I did it. 
and I destroyed myself. By the end of it, my legs were wobbly. I could barely breathe. And like there are points in the workout where you can ease off the brakes. And I had been kind of using that as a crutch of like, oh, I can ease off. It's fine. And there's one thing that I've always eased off on and it's squats because I hate when my quads feel in pain. And so I'll usually like not even squat to where my legs are 90 degrees. Today I went full ass to grass, kept my feet on the floor too. Like usually when I'll do that, my heels will lift up to kind of uh, compensate. No, feet on the floor, flat, ass to grass, full squat, did it three times in a row. It sucked but I did it, and that means now I know I can do it. And that's the beauty of working out, is you kind of learn that where you think your limits are, like the reason why I wasn't going all the way down was straight up, I was like, I can't, I don't have the flexibility, I can't do that. And today I did it, and that's the beauty of working out, is it learn, it teaches you that wherever you think your limits are, where however strong you think you are, however flexible you think you are, how, how far you think you can run, you can more than likely push past that. Your mind sets a limit far before whatever your body can do. So remember that. You you have the power. You can push past your limits. You can I'm going full like my hero at this point. I'm like you can go beyond plus ultra. Watching Young Midoriya, listen to me. That's where I'm at right now. So, man, I'm not going to lie. This is probably the best part of my day. That's how weird that... Okay, hold on. Second best part of my day. That tag team match on AEW was very, very good. But, yeah, I love talking to you guys. I love doing this show. I love kind of expressing myself at the end of the day. And for now, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to rest because it's 3.45 in the morning and I'm so tired I can't believe I lost my glasses. I can't believe... I can't believe everything that happened today. But I'm going to go get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Next week. See you in the end of the show. Hard habits are hard to break. That's where I'm at right now, is just realizing that it's a lot harder to do this. Like, I feel like such a such an ass because back in college when I was full-on jacked Scotty and I would wake up and I'd go to the gym every day, I would rather be my friends or whoever I was dating at the time. They would talk about wanting to get in shape and wanting to break their bad habits. And I would come in with normal, inspirational Scotty talk of like, no, you can just do it. Just shut up and just do it. It's not hard. It's easy. You can do it. But as I'm now learning, no, it's really tough. It really sucks to try to get back on that horse after only just like 13 days, just 13 days of jumping off that horse. It's really hard to get back on. It's hard to change this kind of mental stuff, but you just got to keep plugging away. You got to keep working at it. And eventually you'll get build the habits that you want to build. I think I've read online that you have to do something like 28 days in a row in order to build up a habit. And that's kind of where I've been is trying to get to that 28 days, but it never fails. Sometimes within those like 28 days, something will mess up and something will break a habit and it'll be a combo breaker and it will just ruin me. So try to avoid your combo breakers, try to keep your life going, and try to keep those 28 days to 
getting better, and you'll get there eventually. Now, of course, as always, if you want to support the show, you can online at Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. It's the website where you can go, you can support me again, all the funds go directly to the BS network, and I've even built a little spreadsheet to make sure if you want all your money to go to me again, it'll all go to me again. If you want it to go to me again and a load of BS, we'll divide it up and it'll go there. So make sure to donate over there, fill out the survey, that way, that way we know exactly what shows need to get your monetary compensation, and you get some exclusive content. You get me also, the exclusive Me Again sister show, which is, of course, where I delve into some more self-help topics, whether that be talking about dream boarding or taking Myers-Briggs tests, or, of course, I'm going to be talking about my routines this season, and it's going to be a really good time, and the only way to get it is by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS, but if you want to support otherwise, you can, of course, by picking up some merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com, but at the end of the day, if you can't support monetarily, we understand. Just leave us five stars on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, wherever you get your shows. We'd love to get some feedback from you. And speaking of feedback, make sure to send all your feedback, all of your advice, and all of your questions to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Screw it. Use the hashtag me again. I don't care. It'll be a way I can find it. But of course, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.